when I started actually healing, you know, what I consider healing, I used foods. <laughs> I used one supplement at the time, but I also yeah, I used glorious fruits and veggies, what I could consume. My gut at that time was so severe that I had gotten to a place where I could only consume rice noodles and that was barely. So it took me months and months to be able to work in what I call healing foods. And, you know, people don't realize that just adding in healing foods at the place you're at, if you, you know, a lot of people can't eat raw things at the place they're at with gut issues and things like that. But, and it took me time, but I mean, the cleansing or the, if you will, detoxification from the foods, it was profound. I didn't have to do a bunch of other cleansing things. I just didn't have to. That was enough. And I didn't realize how powerful they were. You are listening to The Dr. Haley Show, the podcast dedicated to helping you optimize your health. Each episode, there will be an interview or a message to help you discover better health. We will be featuring health radicals on the show to bring new ideas to the table, as well as doubling down on key fundamentals to support you living your best life. Your host is no other than the founder of Haley Nutrition, Dr. Michael Haley. Today, I'm joined by Melissa Weber, and she's a registered nurse and a health coach, co-author of the book, Naturally Inspired. Her personal health journey led her to this place to help the many struggling to find the right help that they so desperately need. At what time she found herself fighting for her life and victories along the way fueled her passion to help others find hope because it is possible to find your way back to health and wellness. Melissa continues to study the various things people can do to support their health. Melissa, tell us a little bit about the health challenges that you went through. Hey, Dr. Haley. Yeah. So for me, I'm going to try to make this kind of short and sweet. But for me, I, I dealt with a lot of health issues for like over a span of about 20 years. Couldn't really get any answers um, towards the end of my journey battle. I found out that I was dealing with, you know, Lyme and co-infections and I had breast implants and breast implant illness. I found out later after I had them removed that they were growing mold. I was living in a mold, moldy house, had mold toxicity. I was a nurse injured by some injections as well, dealing with heavy metals. So I had the gamut. <laughs> I was loaded, <laughs> no. but I, I didn't know at the time what all I was dealing with for all of the years and kind of got singled out as, you know, it being in my head and all of those things that go along with that. So um, not that you like finding out all of this stuff, but it was kind of nice to know that I wasn't crazy. <laughs> so, yeah. And that's kind of where we see the majority of our customer base too, with similar histories that is you know whether it was molded environments or lyme issues and you know things that seem to really attack the immune system and even the treatments for these things that further attack the immune system when i'm talking about treatments i'm not talking mm. about the natural things you could do but the medical route can really make some changes that have long-term ramifications 
Yes, I totally agree with you. And I am very thankful that I, even though I worked in the realm, you know, in that realm as a nurse, I was not drawn that way. And I didn't go into all of the, you know, treatments in that way, you know, antibiotics and such. I chose not to do that. Thank you, (laughs) you know, for my intuition on that, because I don't know if I would actually be here, you know. And we are going to talk about that. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about antibiotics. So when you came to me, and you do like I do, I like to ask healthcare professionals and learn from them and read books. And you came to me with some questions. And uh, I, I think we're going to have a real neat discussion because as I told you, I have, I've read some new content and it gave me not necessarily any real new revelations, but just a deeper understanding of the things that I already knew. And I think that it will help you and it'll help the listeners, whether they know all this stuff or not. Because even though I knew it, seeing a different twist on it just kind of helped me understand it all the more. Let me tell you what I'm talking about. (laughs) You know, you were and you asked me about cleansing and detoxing. Yes. Which sometimes that means getting rid of things that ought not be there, toxins in your body. Cleansing can also refer to parasite cleanses. Yes. As an example. And when we look at these uh, detoxing, cleansing protocols, I personally get concerned. And there's a reason for that that's going to make a whole lot of sense what makes for a healthy gut? And before we answer that, Melissa, I want to talk about soil. And yes, <laughs> I, I, I love that subject. <laughs> I, I think of this, and I have a video um, at, underneath this podcast. I'll try to remember to put a link to this particular video of a property tour that I did with a friend of mine, Garrett Shundowich and, and Tim Fitzsimmons, they planted on their property. And when I say property, literally just a home, regular neighborhood property. And they had probably 50 different edible plant foods, probably more than that, actually, all wow. different kinds of trees and bushes and things that you could eat. Now, what was neat is they had only been farming this property for a couple of years. But as I was walking through it, I just had to comment on the soil because it almost had this like sponginess to it. And it was clearly a very healthy, alive soil. And when we talk about, you know, healthy soil, what does that mean? What's the difference between healthy soil and, and bad soil? Yeah. You know, farmers are using so many chemicals to kill pesticides, you know, uh, pesticides, herbicides, fungicides to kill bugs, weeds, and, and funguses and things that grow on these that they're killing off the stuff that would live in the soil. Yes. Why is that a problem? In the yeah. soil... What makes soil healthy? And if you think about it, things have to decompose. And this is, you know, there's bacteria and and fungi, and they use energy from plants litter to make organic matter that other organisms feed on. 
and protozoans might eat bacteria and fungi and even other protozoa and some soluble organic matter and nematodes eat bacteria and fungi and protozoans and even other nematodes and when they excrete they're re, you know releasing nutrients that fuels more plant growth you know worms eat yes soil and they eat compost and all the things that i've already mentioned the fungi and bacteria they're eating all of this stuff and they're kind of like these hollow tubes where it goes in one end comes out the other and what comes out the other end is more nutrient dense soil or future soil we call it uh what, what, what do they call the worms uh manure it's a compost um or um the earthworm uh what uh, is it just um oh, castings <laughs> castings yes <laughs> <laughs> you know but that it's essentially a healthier soil yes. And, you know, it's funny because then the, the, the lizards and, and toads and, you know, other insects eat the worms and birds eat the worms and, and those, you know, birds poop all over the place and the yes. birds are eaten by other animals that poop all over the place. Essentially, healthy soil is poop. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whether it's the poop of bacteria or the poop of bigger animals. And when it has these living things in it poop, pooping, it makes the soil <laughs> nutrient dense for the things that can grow in it. And when I visited this, uh, my friend's home with all these things growing, it was absolutely beautiful. And the fruit it was so colorful and large, and it was just an amazing experience. I was, if you, if you tune in and never watch that video, you'll see exactly what I mean. And, and just the expression on my face, like, wow, this wow. is amazing. Yeah. So why are we talking about soil? You know, the roots of trees and plants go into this soil and you know you have these primary roots with branches secondary roots that kind of branch off them and little tertiary roots that kind of branch off them and if you look at those you know tiny tiny little roots microscopically they have these little hairs projecting off them that dig into this soil to absorb nutrients and you know it's funny even roots have um Oh boy, I'm trying to think of the name of the the, the tissue, the layer in our skin. Um, it's given a epidermis. They have an epidermis, just like our skin is an epidermis, and our skin is this epithelial tissue. And in our gut is the same epithelial tissue. What does that mean? Epithelial tissue is tissue that absorbs and excretes. Our guts essentially have these projections, these villi, and smaller projections off them, almost like, you know, the primary root to the secondary root to the tertiary mm -hmm. root, and little hairs called microvilli off them that are digging into the soil of the stuff that is in our intestines. What, where does the soil in our intestines come from? See, they're not just tapping into the food. They're tapping into the excretions of bacteria, protozoa, even worms and fungi. All of this stuff in a balance in mm -hmm. our intestines. And these little microvilli tap into that 
slimy muck excreted by all of these things. It's only when those things get out of balance and we have, you know, more fungus than we're supposed to, or uh, more H. pylori than we're supposed to. It's not, H. pylori is not bad. It's when it's in yes. an overgrowth state that it becomes bad. When we've done right. something to screw up the balance. Right. I think so many think that everything has to be killed off and, you know, it's, I'm not supposed to have this. I'm not supposed to have any yeast. I'm not. Yeah. Exactly. That, that's exactly where we where we would get into trouble. That's and I I've thought that way too. And I think mm -hmm. a lot of us, as we're you know go, getting in this new understanding, realize no, it's not about killing it off. It's about yes. having it in the right balance. balance. Yes. And and this is where, of course, you know, someone who's had Lyme and took the antibiotics, for instance, gets into trouble mm -hmm. because we kill off but there are some strong survivors and mm -hmm. things are no longer in balance. And the strong survivors now kind of take over the population of our intestines and they're out of balance. Yes. I kind of correlate that to, you know, the weeds, the weeds start taking over, you know, that's what I would tell people that the weeds start taking over and you don't, you don't want that. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting because, um, well, what, what, throws things out of balance. Uh, and we mentioned that antibiotics and anti, of course, against biobiology, life, things that are alive, anti against things that are alive, antibiotics. And, you know, you didn't take antibiotics to treat mm -hmm. your condition, as you mentioned. Yes. But are there antibiotics still being consumed that you're mm -hmm. unaware of? Right. Now, it's interesting. Uh, I was, I remember hearing Jordan Rubin speak on this issue and, you know, he said something along the lines of, you would think that the farmers are treating the animals with antibiotics. They don't treat them. They give them antibiotics so that they can mistreat them. And they're also giving animals antibiotics in their food supply because it fattens them up. Yes. When we eat these things that are filled with antibiotics, we're still getting antibiotics. Yes. You know, the big hype about genetically modified organisms, you know, people don't realize, a lot of people think that it just means, you know, bigger, better food, but how do they do that? If we were to get rid of the competition, which in a plant, it might be a weed. Weeds are competition. They're sucking nutrients out of the soil. We, if we could somehow spray and kill all the weeds, we got rid of the competition. So the corn should grow better. We call that Roundup Ready. And people don't realize that Roundup is a form of antibiotic. Antibiotic, yes. <laughs> it's, it's against life, against plant, plant life. And when we consume these things with that antibiotic type stuff on it, does it know to stop killing once we eat it? Um, the corn, from what I understand, even makes its own sharp proteins, uh, a form of a pesticide, another wow. form of an antibiotic against pests, against bugs, insects. And, you know, farmers use fungicides. Remember, fungus is an important part of your intestinal flora. It belongs there. Yes. So, and there's other antibiotics. You know, it's interesting. Um, what is a preservative? It's, it's a, actually an antibiotic they put in food because it's something that's against life. They 
usually use a combination of preservatives to prevent bacteria, fungus, and, you know, yeasts and things growing in the food so that it can last on the shelf longer. Exactly. You know, yes. chlorine is a form of an antibiotic against life that, that is in the water supply. So we're always being exposed to all these chemicals to kill off our gut. So when people ask me, you know, should I do a cleanse or should I do a parasite cleanse? <laughs> you know, what's a parasite cleanse? We're, we're consuming things, maybe even natural, that are against certain life forms. But can that actually throw your gut out of balance? And that's why I'm so careful on, on you know, these concepts of, you know, I, I want to cleanse. Um, let me go online and, and buy a, you know, a, a cleanse and start consuming it. Um, one of the things that throws our guts off balance significantly is also things that affect our pH. And we might think that we're doing ourselves well by, you know, doing a, oh, an alkaline water cleanse detoxification. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, uh, if you think about the pH, um, the acid belongs in the stomach and there's not many organisms living in the stomach like they are in the, in the small intestine where the majority of your absorption happens. And the pH um, starts increasing as we go down the tract. And as you get further down, it's a you know different pH that is going to be... Um, more suitable for uh, other types of flora. Yes. It's funny, we actually have a very poor idea of the flora of the small intestines because we never really culture it. You know, we never really study it. People um, study what, what comes out the rectum, but yeah. how many times, how often have, how much time have we spent studying what's in the, in the small intestine? intestine. What we do I talk know about that a lot too, the small intestine and not even, you know, when we're going in and looking in the, when you're actually having, you know, procedures done, you know, they can't even get into the small intestine. And so it's, it was really eye opening to me, you know, you know, how, how do we know what's going on in there? You know, exactly. <laughs> Are you enjoying the show thus far? One of the many health secrets that we have covered on the show is all around aloe vera, specifically drinking raw aloe vera. Our aloe vera has helped our customers effectively heal their gut, increase their intestine health, lower inflammation in the body, eliminate and or decrease acid reflux, have glowing skin and hair, and so much more. Now, as a frequent member of our audience, you will be exposed to exclusive specials and coupon codes for the awesome products manufactured by Haley Nutrition. That's right, for simply being awesome and tuning in, you can get a mini discount to help you optimize and better your health. To see how we can help and support you on your health journey, tune into the episodes and listen for coupon codes that you can use at www.haleynutrition.com before you make your orders of raw aloe vera. Once again, it's www.haleynutrition.com. Now back to the show. We're not, you know, smart enough to, you know, mix water and dirt to get a good <laughs> consistency of mud. <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and when we start playing with cleansing and detoxing and mm -hmm. man-made tools to do this, 
we open ourselves up to the possibility of really screwing up the balance of nature. So when I, when I think of detoxing, I think more of lifestyle. Yes. Meaning every meal is detoxing in the sense that it's not adding toxins to the best of my ability, knowing that my body will detoxify so long as I don't overtax it. Correct. Yes. What you put in your mouth. Yes. And though certain things, for instance, we know bitter for the liver, what does bitter do? Bitter, you know, stimulates uh, peristalsis to get the bowels moving. Uh, bitter um, makes your gallbladder bladder release, uh, you know, the, the digestive enzymes to help emulsify fats and, you know, process your food that way. You know, there's certain benefits where we would say it's detoxifying to the liver. We know that fiber is detoxifying in the sense that it's food for our gut flora. And our gut flora is an important part of detoxification and, and kind of cleansing to the bowels, also stimulating peristalsis and keeping things moving. Sometimes when things aren't moving fast enough, by the way, that's, you know, contributes to overgrowth of certain bacteria. Yes, yes. Um, so there should be a normal flow. Um, so yes. when I think of detoxifying, I'm thinking of natural foods that I should be consuming on a regular basis. It's funny, I, you know, you know that I have the only unprocessed, um, unfiltered raw aloe vera gel, which tends to be a wonderful gut food, healthy gut food, among other yes. things. Yes, divine. <laughs> One of the biggest complaints I get is it's so bitter, which it's really yeah. not. It's minimally bitter. But to someone that is tends to be on the less healthy side that doesn't consume bitter things. Remember, bitter for the liver. It's healthy for detoxifying. It's a beneficial yes. flavor to have. Um, so detoxifying is sometimes eating things that don't taste good to you. But guess what? When you get <laughs> healthy, they actually start tasting better. <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I don't know about you. I haven't done um, a cleanse pretty much ever. Yes. You know, for me, um, when I started actually healing, you know, what I consider healing, um, I used foods. <laughs> I, I used one supplement at the time, but I also yeah, I used, you know, glorious fruits and veggies, you know, what mm -hmm. I could consume. My gut at that time was so severe that I had gotten to a place where I could only consume rice noodles and that was barely. So it took me months and months to be able to work in what I call healing foods. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people don't realize that, you know, just adding in, you know, healing foods at the place you're at. If you, you know, a lot of people can't eat raw things at the place they're at with gut issues and things like that. But, mm -hmm. and it took me time, but I mean, the cleansing or the, you know, if you will, detoxification from the foods was, it was profound. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I didn't have to do a bunch of other, you know, cleansing things. I just didn't have to, that was enough. And I didn't realize how powerful they were. 
you know. Did you lose weight during that process? Well, I had already become very frail and small when I became really sick at the end and I couldn't walk, couldn't feel my legs, arms, part, so I was really tiny then. So I will say I probably lost even more, Mm. you know, through the, through the cleansing reactions that I had, which I had severe reactions, even to green smoothies. So, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, and the reason I the reason I ask is because sometimes that's actually where the pain and discomfort comes from. Um, mm-hmm. Losing weight is a form of detoxification because a mm-hmm. lot of our toxins are stored in the fat cells. Yes, and yes. sometimes we have to be careful not to lose weight too fast, especially if we've yes. been exposed to so many toxins and allergens and molds and things like that. Yes. Sometimes we do have to. Be cautious of that. Yes. And consuming fruits and vegetables, you're not getting the calories that you're used to if you were on the, you know, other American diet. (laughs) Yes. Right. Right. I I didn't have a lot to lose maybe like, you know, for some others in a different aspect of that, but I, I did have, you know, you know, places that I, before I got extremely ill that I couldn't lose weight or, you know, had, you know, I was storing, I'm sure toxicity to, you know, it's, it's a mechanism to help save us, you know, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but I did lose a lot just doing that, not intentionally just being so ill and putting in some good stuff that a lot of things needed to leave, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Replacing the bad with the good and, yes. and you got the environment cleared up, I would imagine, and figured out how to rid yourself of exposure to molds. Yes. Yes. Um, work on the house and had breast implants removed. And of course I didn't, I mean, I knew of that's another whole podcast, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but I I knew of that. And then, you know, I had to get myself well enough to go into surgery to have them removed, but, you know, knowing and seeing after the removal that there was mold and yeah, that was very interesting. And Mm -hmm. You know, and you just, for other people listening, it might be getting rid of mercury that are in your teeth. Yes. Yes. You know, right. Is, I did that as well. I forgot that. I did have one removed once I was well enough to go in and do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, yeah, that's crazy as well. <laughs> Being exposed. And I know so many that are exposed and don't realize that, you know, how toxic that is for the human body. So. All right. Well, I think this is a, a a great discussion. The things that we talked about, that soil in the intestines, nurturing that I think is the key to really providing your body with the nutrition it needs. And because without that slimy, you know, layer of bacteria and fungi and all that other stuff, you're not absorbing the nutrients that your body needs to properly function, including supporting um, natural detoxification, normal detoxification. Yes. One of the things I like to include in in this discussion, because uh, people might think, well, that's not for me. You know, I, I eat and absorb. Look at me. Look in the mirror. I look amazing. <laughs> I'm so strong and healthy and, you know, so smart. Okay. Do you have dry skin, cracked heels, uh, any skin conditions? Because if you see these things showing up on your skin, it's probably an indication that you actually have a leaky gut. When you Correct. eat certain foods, are you crashing? You know, is it affecting your your mood or your ability to, you know, think clearly? Um, are you having any kind of allergies? What's an allergy? It's kind of a 
hyperactive response to something that's otherwise considered normal. You know, some people smell the flowers and they're, you know, sneezing for the next three days and their <laughs> eyes are running and everything like that. Well, that shouldn't necessarily cause that response. Why is your immune system having a hyperactive reaction? Yes. So those are signs of inflammatory bowels, indications that your bowel could be functioning better. So I don't know. I would encourage everyone to, um, you know, eat well and think about nurturing that gut flora and avoiding chemicals that will kill it off. Yes. Agree. 100. <laughs> well, Melissa, I enjoyed this conversation. Thank you for joining me today. Where can people find out more about you, about the book that you co-authored and um, you have some social media accounts Yes, yes. Um, they can find me on Instagram at uh, Healing Grace 101. And they can also, if they'd like to get in touch with me, um, my email is um, healinggrace at outlook.com. Great. Well, thank you so much. Do you have any final thoughts for our listeners? I don't think so. I'm so thankful to have had this conversation with you and appreciate you dearly. Thank you so much. And thank you for all you do. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed that episode today on the Dr. Haley Show. Make sure to hit subscribe on whichever platform you are listening to this. If this episode made you think of someone, go ahead, take a screenshot and share this exact episode with them. You can catch the show notes for this episode on www.drhaley.com. If you want to geek out with Dr. Michael Haley on other radical health topics, be sure to check out his YouTube channel where he posts exclusive video content. All the details are at www.drhaley.com and we can't wait to hang out with you on the next episode.